Yo, yo, this is Justin, Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. It's the Zach Sang Show. We got Heather, we got Dan, and we welcome back oh, really the, the magical, glorious Kelly Clarkson. Thank you for being here. I love it. Thank you for having me. You have a couch. I'll come anytime. Cool. Wait, this could be like therapy. I should lay down. <laughs> you could spread out. Yeah. That'd be awkward. There's a dog. We were talking about cur- lounge. curse words and uh, you cursing in front of your mom for the first time. And I want to know, like, ha- have your kids cursed in front of you yet? Yes, but they don't know what they're doing. And they hurt. It was just like, like my husband literally... A day ago, we were watching you know, some sports ball game. I don't know which. <laughs> I don't know what. What I don't even know what it was. But one of the things where they, they play sports and men's balls. Yes, and there's men and there's balls everywhere. And so anyway, but um, he, says, um, he says I can't even remember what he said. He's like. Oh, you dumbass. Like he uh, said, I don't know if I could say what I could say in a show. Oh, you can say, say dumbass? Okay. Yeah. So he said, oh, you dumbass. And then she literally was just playing with her princess <laughs> right in front of him and went, you dumbass. And like, and, and, and everybody like, there was like four adults in the room and we were like, all, she was face towards the TV so she couldn't see us and we were all like, just act like it wasn't a big deal. And I looked at my husband with like, you know, death stare, like, are you you're right in front of him? Like or at least trying to keep him classy. Like and and he was and he literally was like, uh oh, and we were all just so quiet and she had no idea what she said. So so she doesn't ever keep I think if you make it the red button, yeah, she's, she's gonna, gonna want to keep it. pushing it. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Because one time I told her not to tell me to piss off because she did. <laughs> and yeah, I said I love you. We were going to bed and she said, Piss off, mommy. And I was like, I'm sorry. What? And she got it from Harry Potter. Oh. So I guess Ron or some one of them says yeah. piss off at some point. And I was like, yeah, we don't say that. And she leaned in, mouthed the word piss off three times. Wow. So give her points for creativity because she didn't say it. But right. I definitely whooped her behind like a southern mom. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, ma'am. Dude, Sounds adorable. I mean, that must be one of the moments where you kind of see into River's future, right? For a oh second. Oh, my God. The foreshadowing is so scary. Like, it's, yeah. It's the part, we're at the part of the book, obviously, in the beginning. And you're just like, I am so worried about the middle of it. <laughs> like, I don't know where the plot thickens. I don't know what's going to, like... It's so she because one part of you is excited because she just started school this week and she's super independent. Could have cared less that we left. Didn't even say bye. <laughs> just walked in and was like making friends, talking to Miss Rosie, like the teacher, like just, you know, just went off on her way. And like a part of you is like, you know, happy that she's that independent and like, and especially the clever, it's hard to get mad at her because even when she's being a little turd, it's funny. It's, it's in the best way. It's like, way. you know what though? That was pretty, that was good timing. That was good comedic timing. Like, I gotta give you points. Yeah. It's like, but you don't want her to be like unlikable. So you have to help mold her. Sounds like she's pretty likable. She's, a handful. She's yeah. She's a handful. She's a three major. So yeah. that's a great like word. That. It's a real one. So, so you've obviously changed, right? I mean, yes. you have you have a family. You have yes. babies of your own that you know were inside of you that you created. <laughs> God, I'm so glad they're not anymore. Yes. I, the last time you were here, you were hoping for a boy because you read that a boy would mean less sickness during Which the pregnancy. Which is total BS. <laughs> Still ended up with an at-risk doctor in the hospital. No. Like it was yeah. It was still the worst. It was worse 
than River, like that pregnancy. I'm like, he better cure cancer. <laughs> he better do some so remarkable, like, could to make this worth it. Like, I just cried a lot. Do you look at them and, like, have at this stage in parenting and in their lives, like, have goals? Like, do you see them doing things or? No, I don't really like, I don't know. I'm not like, the mom that didn't achieve something so you have to live through your kids. Like, I don't know. I know, you know, a lot of moms are like that in small towns that I oh, grew up around. So, they exist. Yeah, I know. That's like, we see them on TV. And um, and I don't really have that. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like you should live your life, you know. And, and I don't, I really do hope they don't. Not because I'm like, I hate the industry or anything. Just a, it's a hard industry. Yeah. And I think if you don't come with a thick skin, it's going to be really hard on someone. And we all see how people don't handle it well. So I, you know, I hope they do something not in this industry. Like be a social worker, a doctor, anything else. The world <laughs> needs more social workers. Exactly. Dude, they, and they, doctors they, and they, teachers. They all change lives. Yes. They're bettering the planet. But so I hope, uh, but they do love, I think it's natural though when you're around, all, I mean, they're around even our 10 yeah. year old and 16 year old, they're around it all the time. They're, it shows they I don't know. What, I'm worried. Where are they at? The 10 and 16 year old. Like, are they obsessed with uh, YouTube culture? Our ten, oh my gosh. Our 10 year old, y'all, he does this thing where he watches videos <laughs> of kids playing video games, talking about how yes. they're playing the video game. My, my friend, she's 32. She does that. Yeah. Yeah. That's like Twitch weird. or something it's called. No, I agree. It's very weird. <laughs> Shout out to Jamie. <laughs> Jamie, you should be on the couch. Because <laughs> there's definitely something weird about that. I just think it's weird to watch people. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't know. It's like other things in life. Like, I don't get, I don't even know what you're allowed to talk about on your show. But it's almost like people like about, nah, I don't know if you're allowed to talk about porn. No, for it. Are you allowed to talk about porn? Like people with yes. porn? Okay. Yeah. I don't get porn. I, like, I don't get it. Like, I don't. I'm like, why would you want to watch it? Don't you want to do, do it? it? Yeah. Like, I'm like, why would you? I don't understand. Like, that seems so pathetic. Like, that you're like watching it. It's like you walk in on someone. And it's like, I mean, do you need popcorn or like what? Like, what are you? Like, I don't get it. It's the same thing to me. I'm just like, I don't like to watch it. I like to do that. It's like sports. I don't really want to watch sports. I'll play yeah. poorly, but I'll play. Try, like that yeah. sounds more fun. But it's, but it's right. also like people being obsessed with talking heads talking about sports and dissecting things that like exist. Like it, that is so. I get it. Lame. <laughs> I watch porn trying to learn, yeah. you know? That's you like yeah. To learn. <laughs> You're going to, what are you learning? I'm just trying to take notes. How to act like a plumber that's going to fix the pipes? <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. I don't get it. How to approach people in a weird van with like a pizza. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, did you order this? Yeah. Like, it's like, I'm an extra sausage. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I love that I've brought up children. <laughs> just one right after the other. I was just nailing it all. I had a checklist before I came in. I'm nailing all of them. I want This is a great transition into obviously. What you're, is you're the segue? <laughs> I love it. I want to know how your kids have changed your creative mind and oh. your creative motivation because you're a different creator now than you've ever been, right? Totally. Yeah. I mean, well, especially with this new record. I mean, I think it it just exudes like sassy you know happiness like it's just hap I'm happier so I think you can definitely hear that in the record and and honestly it it, it affected me more as a writer not necessarily a singer because I still love singing about you know empowering things or confident things or being sassy but um it's done in a different way um on this album like a different kind of field of pop um and and uh, I mean honestly just as a writer I'm not I don't know I tend to write like more 
if I'm going through a hard time, yeah. I, that's when I write the most. You know, if I really want to say something. So I didn't write a ton on this record. I only wrote like four songs on this record. So, but it was interesting to have these talks with like other writers and be like, man, I hope you're going through a real <laughs> crap time in your life because I could use a real good ballad. <laughs> like it's like, you know, it's hard because when you're so happy, I don't, or I mean, I did write this fun song called Whole Lot of Women with these girls, Nova, that started this amazing song called Whole Lot of Women. And, and, um, and it's this whole like approach to like, you know, I felt like being single is, is hard, especially when you have money and like in fame, like people are intimidated by that. Yeah. Like guys can be very intimidated. So it's always so hard because it's like, I need, I need to find somebody that can handle like a whole lot of women, like, you know? <laughs> and so it was, this, it's kind of a, a fun sassy approach on that but yeah i don't know it is different but that like by the way like the one thing that i realized and i we've all been massive kelly clarkson fans forever and i was really like going through me like, too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have something in I common yes. <laughs> <laughs> checklist check <laughs> i was listening to all of uh, a lot of like your big records right yeah. from breakaway up until yeah. now you have a way of writing that doesn't necessarily address a person or a, a, a certain event, right? But it's it's a general event. Like yeah, I keep it more broad. Yeah, like I was yeah. dissecting Breakaway and that song, except for piece by piece, that was yeah. pretty pointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, But Breakaway, right? Like that song is just about the, the breaking away and letting go, whether that's of moving away from home or moving away from a relationship yeah. or getting out of a job or just doing something that you feel like you know you can kick ass in and, and, and that making that change. Yeah, I mean, I think in, in whenever, whenever I'm writing, like even if it was like, you know, walk away or behind these hazel eyes, which was definitely about a particular person, I like to keep it, I like to keep it a little more broad just so it's like more relatable. Because, yeah. like, I mean, yes, people relate to being like, not my exact situation, but situations similar to it. So I try and keep it. And I also don't want to be like, you don't, you don't want to give that person the credit. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to give them the credit of that. It's like, validation for them. Yeah. So other than piece by piece or even like because of you, I will say that was like, I wrote it not specifically about my family, but like just about all families that go through the same thing. But other than piece by piece, and obviously those my husband and children and, and my situation with my father, like I do like to keep it more broad just just because we don't go through the exact same situations but, but this the same hurt exactly. we do have the same hurt yeah and so when you're writing this one you're working with you have creative freedom on this for the first time yeah ever. well this is i mean and this isn't meant to sound sad i love what i've done in the past um but other than my christmas record this <laughs> is the first record that is a hundred percent me like That's, i didn't have to compromise at all um, How so, good do you feel? Like th honestly, like well, I at this you, point you it's fifteen it. years. So I deserve yeah. it. You deserve it like probably yeah. eight, nine, yeah. fifteen years ago. So, but I'm not poo pooing on the past. It's all we, you know, it was an arranged marriage, but we it was a very successful one. Um, but you know, it's it's I, I don't know. I think you love coming to work. You love who you work with. You it changes your life. Yeah. Your environment changes your life, and it was really nice to finally work with Julian Craig at Atlantic and, and their whole team. And it's just. It's a, it's refreshing to know the difference. It's a, it's a, it's, I appreciate it. Cause now I'm like, oh, like this is what I wish it would have been like from the beginning, but maybe I wouldn't have known the difference, you know, when, I wouldn't have appreciated it. When you look back at all those years, what was like the biggest takeaway for you? What, what, what'd you learn? You know what? I mean, I'm, I've always, I felt like I'm really good at compromising. Um, but it, I think my biggest thing I learned is I'm, I'm, I never like to hurt people's feelings, so I will give it every last ditch effort <laughs> to like salvage something. Yeah. I mean, and be really honest with them and say, look, like we can, I can get past this. Like if we could just, 
address this and like, you know, find common ground and move on. And I feel like that was for the, for a few relationships that were kind of constant and ongoing for, for these years of my life in the business. That was a really hard pill to swallow that like not everybody wants to find common ground. Like <laughs> not every, not if they way. just, they just want their way and they want profit and they want what they know in their brain is going to work. And, and they really just, regardless of any, anyone's feelings, you know, you become a product yeah. and I don't mean to sound like a cliche, like every other artist, I'm such a product and understand my art. Like, I don't mean to sound like that. I'm not, I'm don't. not writing John Lynn, you know, John Lennon imagine or anything. I just mean, I, I just think it's, it's my name and my likeness for the rest of my life, you know? So I feel like asking to find common ground is, is okay. <laughs> not a big deal. Yeah. And yeah. I think a lot of people forget that, right? And yeah, I, we've, people deal with it in their own ways, right? But w with you, it's you forever. Yeah. You never leave Kelly Clarkson. Well, RCA leaves Kelly exactly, Clarkson. Exactly. Yeah. Know? Even manager, you know, people can step away from it, yeah. but I, I'm not. But I will say, I found myself singing at this um, event the other day, and we were doing some of the old songs, obviously. And and I just hadn't done a. Sh I, I hadn't thought about it because I guess doing these interviews, people are like, "What's the difference?" And I'm like, "I've really started thinking about it and realizing, like, I mean, if you look at the body of work that I've released for 15 years." It's a sad little angry girl. <laughs> like it's a, it's a, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a suppressed individual. <laughs> like, and it's coming out in different ways, yes. but like, I mean, walk away, break away behind these saves the lies, mm -hmm. like all I ever wanted. Like it's all these things that are just like, I'm, you know, you could definitely tell there was a suppressed individual in, inside, but I never really already gone. Like it's like that already, whole My December album. Yeah, the whole My December <laughs> album. Like it's like as a cohesive project. Like it's yeah. just you could definitely tell it was like I just felt like I was drowning. So wow. but this record is very different. It's very like, which by the way, I love those songs though because I'm an artist, so I love drama, so it's fine. But like I love performing them still. But when we perform the new stuff, it feels like. That's why we called it the meaning of life. It feels like how life should feel, you know, just uplifting and like fun and sassy and it just, uh, yeah. Move You is beautiful. Thank you. Who'd you write that to? I did not write that. Molly well, Kate Kessner. You have Amy. a credit on it. No, not Move You. Oh, oh, the yeah. internet's wrong. Oh, yeah. Someone lied. Yeah. <laughs> lies and deception. Lied. Yeah. No, no, no. That's uh, Nick Ruth and Amy and uh, Molly Kate. So yeah, they, they showed me that song. I actually recorded this other song on the record. That's amazing um, that that team wrote. And I loved it so much. So we asked them to get together again to see if they came up with anything else. And they came up with Move You. And it's just, it's. I think we all relate to that montage in the movie. And I love that line mm -hmm. in it. Because it's like, oh, that part where like all the great moments. And you're yes. just like, oh, you're either crying or laughing. or. And they did such a great job d depicting that. So. I saw it in my head. Like I saw the visual, the all the yes. visuals. Yeah. Oh. It was real okay. So it's a great writing team. I yeah. love hearing songs that end up being incredible records, but they start as like these rough, just whether they're recorded on a computer or a rough, yeah. you know, recording. Oh, I have a, a lot of voice memos. Oh, I of I, like I, me singing, and I'm like, I tell the producer, I'm like, if you show this to anyone, <laughs> I done. swear to God, I'm gonna find you. <laughs> you will try and hide, but because you know you're on your voice memo yeah. on your phone. So when you first hear "Move You," did you have? Was it? How similar was it to the record that's out now? And did you have to like kind of build it up in your head to see and hear the full picture? Or did no, I mean, they laid out a pretty awesome, you know, song, like kind of right in front of me. The only difference we did is I, I felt like it should have, you know, I, I wanted to take it where we ended up taking it at the yeah. end of the song. Like even like, and they wanted me to put Kelly Clarkson into it. So they, they, you know, wrote the, the blueprint of the song, which was gorgeous. Even like, I don't usually get to sing 
that low generally mm-hmm. on an album because everybody always likes to hear me saying big. So yeah. I love that that was more of a sexy, sensual side of my voice that people hadn't really heard on a record before. And um, and then just when it lets loose and, and Nick is such a great producer, Nick Ruther produced that, he was like, I really just want you to do your thing. I don't want to tell you to do anything. I was like, well, that's music to my ears. So <laughs> it was, you know, that doesn't usually happen. <laughs> so um, they usually have a very good idea of what they want. Um, so it was awesome. I just got to just um, feel the song, you know, and, the, and, the, and you know, it builds. It's not a normal formulaic song. Yeah. It builds in a different way. But it's it's definitely the... I love the duet part with myself. I was calling it my duet. It's like a big note, and then oh no, there's another big. Note. It's like I'm singing with myself. It's a little egocentric. But, can we but, see that live? Yeah, yeah. it's I'm amazing. I can project many voices. Hologram yourself. So it's you yeah. on one side of the stage. I actually do this you. thing though. Whenever I go to my band last because anytime I'm a little tired, it's always during promo. Like on Love So Soft, the single, there's this big note that's like yeah, it's this big note. But usually when I do it. There's like another note that happens, <laughs> yeah. and it's like harmonizing with yourself. It's really weird. It's when I'm tired, <laughs> which is ninety percent of the time, because <laughs> I'm a mom. Yeah, and you, you're a mom first. Yes, and it's we. Okay, so Rivers not here because Rivers at school. She is. She's at school, and little man's starting soccer this week. Uh, she had her first dance class yesterday, guys. A lot of big, lot of big moves this week. Are you watching like in in the room off the side? Oh my gosh, they had these little windows. I have it all on video. The whole entire. <laughs> And like there's parts where you're really proud, and then you're like, "Honey, listen to your teacher." Like, and she's just like amazed by the tap shoes. Like she's just like, "Oh my god, they make noise!" And then she just started falling, and somehow her tutu ended up completely just up in the back. So her butt is just showing the entire time. Like, I mean, she's got a little leotard on, but it's yeah. just like butt. Like, and then she's mama's girl, so it's a, there's a big one. So, and the tutu is just flying. It's it's the most amazing thing ever. That, it makes me so happy to see, like, to just get this happiness because it makes me want to fall in love and then have a child. Yeah, but you know? you know what? And I didn't know, and you never know, like, I didn't think I was going to have kids, so. Really? No. My mom is still like, whoa. <laughs> Why? Did, what was your reasoning, like, growing up? Um, well, I just didn't want them. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, I think, <laughs> too, too because, well, I mean, it is a lot of work. And I watched my mom struggle. Like, she just, she had to basically put her life on hold, like, just yeah. to put herself through school and do, she didn't have, there was never a point in my mother's life I felt she really got to be selfish and just have a life without any you know having so much responsibility and I, I you know I'm the youngest of her so I was very much a gypsy at heart and I just never thought I'd get married or have kids so you never know do, do you channel do you channel your never mom? say never what do you channel your mom oh my gosh when I'm angry it's scary <laughs> yeah like wire hangers is like full on <laughs> yeah I'm like you were born to the wrong mama <laughs> there's no good cop in our house they're all bad yeah we're all just like because I get mad even with our nannies I'm like no no no, no let's and luckily they're like my husband and myself like with punishment like I'm like no 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 we don't applaud you know you something is taken away for the day like you do not get your iPad or something which is like what that's yeah, not a real punishment right? but it is but for today, her it's like the it's end devastating because the there's no Harry Potter ET but like but she yeah you have to discipline them I like what she's growing up on ET Harry Potter Dude, quality she, films well it's all from like my, my sister's computer or mine <laughs> I know and she's probably too young like my husband was like you're showing her Wonder Woman like it's a little weird and I was like 
No, it's not. She's not going to watch some sleeping girl princess. Like the whole, she didn't even do anything. Aurora right? did nothing. Yeah. She was no heroine. She was no Belle. She, she was no nothing. And even her, it. Belle, she was a prisoner. Yeah. They fell in love with her guy holding her captive. That's weird. <laughs> I want my daughter to grow up loving like amazing women. Amen. Have you yes. ever thought about doing stand up? funny no <laughs> just I'm, watching every i'm like i'm just like no a it's just like right life though do you feel like life is so funny sometimes like i'm sitting here and i i loved bell growing up but then you start thinking about it and, like you're teaching your daughter and i'm like uh i was like i don't know if you should fall in love with a guy holding you captive you know i don't know if that seems seems like a weird you're, teaching, <laughs> lesson. you're weird. teaching them to be reliant on somebody else and to constantly be the damsel in distress i, I mean it's gross so like i yeah so i i like the princesses we love disneyland all Classic, the things yeah she plays with them i get it but but at the same time you know i i want her to like wonder woman she loves wonder woman oh, the new one it was a great but, but then i had to tell her like that is not what women look like <laughs> <laughs> that is they found us special person to play that role. <laughs> Just so you know, that is not the bar. <laughs> but, but you can achieve whatever you want. And if it is, we've all epically failed. <laughs> Genetically. She's like, She's gorgeous. <laughs> but it does teach her to be strong and independent and that she can do whatever she wants. It does. She, she loves the little girl in it, you know, when she starts yeah. fighting mm-hmm. and wants to do that, you know, defend herself. And it's cool. Like, I get to teach her real lessons. Like, yeah. she's like, well, why is she fighting that person? I was like, well, it's not good to fight, but it's good to, like, stick up for people that can't stick up for themselves. So it's like, you get good lessons, Aurora. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Snooze fest. I'm like, it is. We go to dance class. She wants the Aurora one. And I'm just saddened by it. <laughs> I'm like, I like Aurora, but she didn't do anything. No. There's nothing. You want Wonder Woman? She didn't Woman? read. She didn't like the library like Belle. She, she wasn't like, you know, adventurous like Ariel. She just snoozed Ariel the entire time. An okay princess. Yeah. She was cool. I mean, Who? she's Ariel. She still relied on Eric, I guess. The guy above. Yeah. The, but, but at least she was like a little defiant and independent. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't know. I could I fight her dad, that. you know? Yeah. And they're great songs. Uh, yeah, they you, are. Oh my yes. gosh! So you have like when you first won American Idol, you kind of laid out like a checklist for yourself. You wanted to do everything—movies, Broadway. You obviously wanted to keep making. Did music. not want to do movies, but yes, I didn't want to. <laughs> did not. I, I, <laughs> did not. Well, okay, Justin and Kelly. Had to. Did not. We'll forget that. <laughs> yeah, just two words: contractually obligated. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Let's just keep it in your mind. Forefront. <laughs> would you ever lend your voice to a Disney movie? Absolutely. I would love. I get so angry when they come out and I'm like, seriously? No one wants <laughs> Kelly Clarkson in their movie. I'm like, I love it. Like, because I, I think they're so fun. And I can do the cute little voice. It's not going to wail like since you've been gone on the, some, you know, Disney thing. But yeah, I love it. I think it would be really cool. Do you want to audition right now? Yes. Yeah, this, is, this is it. Yes, this is my chance. Who's listening? Mr. Mouse. <laughs> Listen. Mr. Listen. Pixar. Oh, no. Well, I want to do... I just thought it was so cool, like how, I don't know, like growing up loving these kind of things and being able to be one of the characters is cool. Yeah, it, so, re- it is. Yeah. I mean, it's special. Yeah. I don't know, but I've watched. But you know what? I really don't like my talking voice. That might be why I'm not getting them. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe if I could be the singing voice and like somebody else, well, like can, an actress could be the Or you can <laughs> sing every voice. word. Yeah. That's, yes, exactly. That's a new pitch. That's what I loved about Enchanted. Okay. I thought that was so funny, that movie. With Patrick Dempsey and With they did Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That was so funny. That was a good one. How you brought it to real life and it's it was almost like a mockumentary of it. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of it. Yeah, it was, it was good. Okay. I want to switch gears back to music. Okay, sorry. I love that we've talked about Disney and porn. <laughs> like, it's amazing. We're just covering all spectrum. I just want to cover every fan. Yeah. <laughs> There's every all type. different kinds. Every type. <laughs> I bring this up because it, it does relate to this overall album, right? You didn't take writing credit on My Life Would Suck. You no. Put, you put your foot down there. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it was just, I was kind of proving a point of like, 
this is how much I didn't want to do this. Like I wasn't, and it and it wasn't even like I love Claude Kelly, who also wrote on that yeah. great guy. Like it wasn't. It was just you know he happened to be in the room with somebody else. I'm not a fan of. Um, but I just think that there's a lot of people. It's like if somebody came to you and said, you have to work with this person on your program every day. Like, you have to yeah. work with this person. There's no other person in the world that could possibly do it. So, like, you have to work with this one person. And it was just kind of annoying to me. Um, and so I just put my foot down because I was like, I don't want, I don't even want my name near it. So it's fine. I, that's a massive statement. And you also Well, I was kind you. of, that was my point. It's yeah. like, I'm losing out on a lot of money. money just to make a point, like, please, like, I'm asking this is my one request. But why did nobody listen, and why did nobody because take notice? Because people listen to money, and, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, ever since since you've been gone, you know, he's been making a lot of money, and he does. Yeah. He's talented. I'm not even negating that. Like, it's obviously the guy is sickly and talented, but um, but I just... a lot of talented people who are nice. Yeah, and there's a lot of talented people, other people to yeah. work mm -hmm. with, you know? And then it was awesome because finally um, Jeff Aldrich was just one of my favorite people that I ever worked with at RCA. And of course, because they ended up letting him go. <laughs> the one person. <laughs> I, I literally was like, home. are you serious? He helped me make the record stronger, which is like one of my best albums, and they let him go. Yeah. Anyway, but um, I was like, sure. Um, but he, you know, I, I talked with him and I was like, look, I'm not trying to be weird about it or anything. I just, I believe there are other people. Yeah. And then um, he ended up hook, hooking up G Greg Kirsten and I, who have had such a successful relationship. Even Jesse Shack can via that and other, there's a lot of people. And you know, it takes all kinds to run the world. And so there's definitely like, even I think, um, you know, uh, Dr. Luke and Katie get along well, I've heard. So yeah. they, they're very successful together. That's awesome. Like, I'm not like poo-pooing on that. Do it. But there's other people in the world to work with, you yeah. know. And that really, I mean, beyond hurt you personally, but it, it hurts your view of the industry and ultimately your career when people are holding you back like that and when you're being forced to... You know what it is? It, it's not even about the industry. It's about respect. It's about just being highly disrespectful. Yeah. And that that's the thing that just kind of bummed me out. And it's because I am that person. Even from childhood, I always like to be the person that tries to put myself in someone's shoes, that try, like that went, you know, I get it, y'all. The dude makes a lot of money kids radio play I get it yeah. there are also other people though that mm -hmm. do that like so let's find some common ground it always comes back to that common ground that like not everybody's willing to stand on that ground and and so you know it just honestly it comes down to respect and that's what I love about Atlantic like they're so respectful we're not yes people I'm not a yes person. They're not yes people. It's not like we didn't say, oh, man, but I really do dig this. Try one more time. Listen one more time. You know, it wasn't, you know, yeah. like we didn't have like normal, you know, interactions with when being creative and you running a business. You challenge each other. You collaborate. Exactly. And like, and it's in a respectful way, in a constructive way. Do you listen back to those records that you created with Luke? And do you, you don't? No, I don't really listen to myself. Not because of him. I just don't really listen to myself after it's been out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I get it. I, I listened to it so much while we were making the record that by the time it's out, like, um, I don't really, I will, I, you know what I will say? This record has been different. Um, I think because it's a different sound. Yeah. So it's more exciting for me, this current record. So I think I have listened to my, like, <laughs> I hear myself on the radio. I'm like, damn. <laughs> and I turned it up and I'm like, who's this girl? Like, I love it. Were so. you not proud of the music you were releasing before? It's not that I'm not proud. It's the, it's the fact that I just had to work really hard to make it something I would be proud of. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I had to compromise so much. I had to, and I, 
I feel like it's a, it's a complete talent <laughs> to be able to do that, but because there's a lot of, and I'm not some unique story. I know lots of artists that have the same issues. It's an age old cliche, right? So it's not like I'm like, oh, poor me. Like, you know, I, a lot of artists go through that. Um, but it's, I just think it, you know, I definitely did my, uh, I did, I worked a hundred percent even on songs. Like was suck. I didn't go in the studio and and suck yeah. like I obviously yeah. wanted to sound great on a song I'm not gonna sink my own boat like you know what I'm saying I want to be successful but you were also um, still I don't want to say victim but you were still at the mercy of somebody else's creative vision well and no one's a victim I could have quit yeah, like yes. you know what I'm saying like I could have just stopped making music but like but you were at the mercy of his creative right because it was ultimately his well you're at the well it was he and Claude Kelly um I'm trying to remember if there's another writer on that I can't remember um I can't remember right now but um but no I mean I think you know no, no, they actually, I will say this for uh, Claude and Luke. Obviously, the song was written, it was written for someone else because it was like written in male form, you know, from a okay. male perspective. Mm-hmm. And it was really weird lyrics that I don't understand why they would ever be lyrics for a song, but like a lot of them. Yeah. Um, but so they, they did let me change the song. Like, so I'll give them that credit. They let me make it my own um, and, and change the lyrics to you know good ones <laughs> like i mean the, the the not that they were all horrible obviously like claude is a really great writer and so is you know um dr luke in his own right but the, the this particular song was very different from demo form to radio form yeah do you have any records that you really know in your heart of heart will last forever yeah i mean i guess i mean a lot i mean i i will say this i'm not that artist that goes out and is like super bummed that I have to sing something like even the song like breakaway which isn't exciting as a vocalist to sing I still love it because the crowd loves singing Mm -hmm. it so like it it becomes the song I can take my in-ears out and listen to an entire crowd like you know it's almost like a spiritual experience to have that many people from all different lives like walks of lives that have nothing in common except for maybe this song you know what I'm saying like that's hearing you describe it me visualizing it makes me emotional no it's it's an it's an insane feeling like one of my uh, background singers just came from she also works with Timberlake and she just got back from uh, Brazil and she was like oh my god the audience are so cool and I was like oh my god remember that one time we were in Sao Paulo and I'm talking like 15,000 people all singing I think it was they sang every song but I happened to hear it because I had my ears peaked my ears peaked out of um, my ears and and, I, and Dark Side, they sang everything, and I totally cried in the middle of the show just because it was overwhelming to hear that many people sing every riff, every line, everywhere. I didn't even need to be there. Like, you know, so it was just like, well. But that's how you know you've done your job right. Yeah, so I'm, I will say this. Like, I don't look back, like, even on those songs that I really had to compromise on and weren't really my favorites, um, you know, favorite experiences. Like, I made the best of those situations. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to come out with music. Like, I don't want right. to, I want to love what I do, so beautiful yeah. has any rappers ever asked you to feature on a song no no <laughs> why not nobody though? ever asked me to do anything <laughs> the last time and i, I mean except for like crazy. josh groban jason there are some, some cool ones but like i just no i don't know i mean you say like pink's done it c has done it like yeah why not you i don't know i don't know i would i love rap it, i mean i grew up on like the really awesome rap too like tupac and Biggie. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, gee. So i love or ludicrous. I love ludicrous, Ooh. but but I would totally do it. I just I don't know. Sometimes I have been. There was a song on this record that somebody brought up about being bringing a rapper on it, and I was like, I don't want to be that person though that has, you know, like one rapper gets popular, so everyone puts them on their songs. Yeah. Yes. Like so, I'm not really into that. Like just because it doesn't make it special. Well, you yeah. you either you know? need to go like you status. So like 
um, like on their way to icon status, if not already there with a rapper. I don't even care if it's someone new. new. I just, I, yeah, I like, I like, um, as long as I, you know, dig the person, but I just, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to like sound like everybody else's song with that person mm-hmm. rapping because they're super popular at the time. I don't think rappers want that either. You know, they want to keep it special at some points. So. Are you pumped to be a coach on The Voice? You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love my record and I'm super excited about it, but I am really excited about turning my chair. <laughs> okay, so what what excites you the most? Well, I'm I know this sounds super cheesy and I swear I'm not just saying it. I think that there is no cooler thing in life than to have accomplished something from from a certain point and a start and then be able to go back in your later in life and have had such a blessing, you know, just blessing yeah. after blessing with which with success. And then be able to do the same thing for someone possibly. Like, I know that sounds super cheesy, but it is true. It's not. And I, I love that I had this talk with Jennifer Hudson recently and because um, she's on the season before me. And I was like, man, it's really cool to be able to look at them. And you're not just some artist blowing smoke. Like, you <laughs> actually were them. Yeah. Like, it's like, I'm no better than you. Like, I didn't come in this industry any other way than how you're doing it. Like, so it's a really – and I think especially for me because – I was the first season and people were really hard on me. I mean, it was talent show after talent show, jab, 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 ha, 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 joke, joke, you know, and it was like, it was a talent show. I'm good with it, so we can (laughs) let it go. Like, you know, I'm cool with it. So it was just a very hard road to kind of pave. So, um, you know, it's very cool to be able to go back and talk to people and be like, you know, if you get that comment, just own it and say, yeah, that is how I got in the industry. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their different door. And I'm super proud that I get to get paid to doing what I love for a living. Like, you know, so it's it's cool to be that person. I think you being there I, and not saying. And I the, just want to whoop their asses. The, yeah. right? Adam and Blake. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's be That's real. Really I toured with Adam and I love Blake. Yeah. Like my sister, And I just we were on a text the other day with uh, Gwen, too. And I was like, I, she was always so sweet and does the sweet text. And I'm always like, I can't wait to whoop his ass. Like, I'm always <laughs> like, you know, I was like, because we were talking about because Blake's album just, is coming out, too. Yeah. And our singles came out at the same time. And I was like, oh, how does seven feel? Because six feels good. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I'm like, I know we're just. <laughs> totally BSing each other because he Man, makes BSing. so much more money than me um, <laughs> and he's just like loaded and has like the most amazing career but that's what makes it more fun yeah there you go you want to do a country album you said you will I totally would I think at this point in my life because because I did uh, you know I did the thing with Jason and mm-hmm. Reba and I've, I've even done a couple solo things it's very hard for people to switch gears with you like yeah. not my fans industry that's it and but maybe atlantic is the home it's very hard oh yeah no they're down honestly the reason why i signed with atlantic um the main reason why i met them i mean is um because who runs warner nashville john esposito we're friends okay yeah so like and he said you've got to talk to these two guys that i've worked with they're so great and it was julian craig and it literally i never even met with anybody else i fell in love with them and it was such a great reference like i love john like so much he's such a great executive like loves music he's what you want yeah so it was, like, was kind of I could totally do that I just don't know you know like sometimes people in the industry view you as one it's hard yes you know to switch gears with people so I don't know I think it'd be cool to do almost like what um Dolly and Emmy and Linda Ronstadt did back in the day they like got together and they're from mm-hmm. different genres a bit so it'd be cool to like get together with other singers that are popular and different and like I do a record oh, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah I just think it'd be cool for fans yeah. too I would like that as a fan let's throw some names out into the universe throw I, any I love who do we a lot want of singers it? who do we want on it if you were to make like like a three or four like oh, like power group dream to hit a record team. a dream what team? would it be 
Well, one of my dream team girls just like quit for family for a minute. So <laughs> Adele. So, um, no, I just think that we would sound, maybe we'd sound too similar though. I don't know. Cause we're both, we have a lot of power, similar things, but our records are completely different. Oh though. yeah. So oh, I yeah. think yeah. like, I think that would be cool, but I don't know, maybe even a guy too. I think like either a Chris Stapleton or a, oh, that would a be Sam, um, Sam Smith would be cool. Like. Sam Smith. I don't know, just doing a project with somebody that, like, it doesn't even have to be a full thing. Like, maybe yeah. like this EP thing or something. Just something cool, like, that's different than your normal. Dude. I don't know. This is my eighth album. I, so I feel like I've done a lot of things. <laughs> you got to change. I mean, yeah. yeah. But does that motivate you, the uh, the fact that you can change it up and you do have yes. freedom to do what you want? Yes. And Atlantic is along for the road. They love it. They love, they were, I said, I want to make a soulful urban R&B like, pop album. And they were like, we do too. <laughs> so it was like, you know, and I said, you know, maybe I'll want to do country stuff. They're like, great. They're the ones who brought the Hamilton project to me. Wow. They were like, we know that you love Broadway. And like, I know you haven't seen the show, but like you would nail this. And like, that's how that happened. You kicked so. ass on that song. By the well, way. I, thank you. I was devastated because I was pregnant with my son and I hadn't seen the show. So I knew nothing about it because I live in Nashville when nobody had seen it yet <laughs> when I recorded it. And I was like, who sends a woman that's pregnant with her son a song about, or a song about someone's son dying? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like oh. so worried about a miscarriage right now. Oh. Like there's a special place in hell for you. <laughs> like, um, and he was like, I didn't even think about it. He was like, you know, but I was like, I mean, bawling at oh. home and I heard this song. I was like, this is the most devastating. Oh. But it's beautiful. You it's a great the emotion. Yeah. I definitely channeled the emotion of losing a son. Yes. Oh, no. Yeah. I literally <laughs> cried like almost the entire time. I felt sorry for Jason Howard who had to produce that with me. But yeah, it was, it was fine. Any, anything else on anyone else's mind? What do we got? We've covered a lot. We've covered so, so much. much. The scary part is I have a whole list of questions we didn't even get to, but we don't have another hour. So I'll save, oh, I'll save I'm it for so next sorry. Time. Oh, no, it's fine. No, you want to totally get to a couple? Fault. They haven't. They haven't like come in yet. I feel so bad. No, we got to get you moving here. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm do, sorry. Do you want to ask one from your list? I have too many to pick from, uh, <laughs> and I won't be able to do it. I, I have sorry. hundreds of them. Okay, so. I could do like a little vlog and send it back. <laughs> <That's> Audio <laughs> and video. You send me your questions. I'll write all my answers like a diary. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll get back to you. One last question is: I was watching your audition first season again for like the millionth time. Oh my time. gosh! I made that outfit. It's so horrible. I was just gonna bring it up. Out of jeans, right? Well, my place i lived out in la actually and my place um the day we moved in uh was on fire and if it wasn't on fire it was smoke and water damage so like i literally had like a box of stuff in my car Whoa. so and one was a pair of jeans <laughs> and i cut it up and put safety pins and was like this is me right like because <laughs> cool. you know as a vocalist like you're always going to all these auditions and they're like stand out like don't wear black like all these you know things <laughs> yeah. you're supposed to not do and i like all i had was like Nothing. So, um, yeah, I made that. It was horrible. I, I, w I didn't know. Obviously, was... you can see why my designer clothes, you know, thing didn't. <laughs> I didn't go for that. <laughs> I, I didn't know if it was. I, I, good to know is that a necessity. I didn't know if it was. You were actually like crafty at heart. No, no. Uh, or I do love to be crafty, not with clothes, but okay. I do love to be crafty. But like, I no, I no, <laughs> no. Kelly that was a necessity. <laughs> I've got to wear clothes, right? <laughs> so much Probably. appreciation for you. Oh, thank you. Really? I always love coming here. I love the couch. It's my favorite part. Our couch is your couch, truly. Forever and always. Yeah, and take it with you. I'm so sorry you got to none of your questions. <laughs> I mean, I'm such an ass. No, no. There's like, always I just like, took over the interview. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Just come back next week and we'll get yeah. the rest of the questions and it's fine. I'll probably be here. I'm here so much now because of the voice. So, yeah, yeah. Are you, so you're going to get place here? We do. We had to. We travel the village, man. It's not even, yeah. you can't yeah. keep a one in three year old cooped up in a hotel though. No. Yeah. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> no one wins. Wait, are you cool with taking uh, 
Heather's Christmas photo with her? Yes. She, she, How <laughs> awkward would it be if I were like, no. <laughs> that's why Ab- I wasn't. That's why I wasn't gonna not. ask. I was oh just gonna God, do it. I'm totally cool. Well, that's I why know. I brought my dog. So I we can take like a family. I feel like so much pressure because every year everybody brings up that Game of Thrones picture that we did with I our mean, Scotland attire oh, for yes. our winter is coming, and, and everyone's like, "What's your thing?" And I'm like, "Actually, that was kind of a one-off, guys." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "It just kind of happened." I'm like, "Oh, so you'll think of something." I know. I, I gotta think of something. Kelly Clarkson loves so yeah. soft. I did think of an amazing idea. Wait for Halloween Ooh. because I'm on a show. I can't say what show. I don't think, but like I'm on a show, like a TV show that day, like for Halloween. So, and I want to dress up. I said I wouldn't do their show unless I could dress up. <laughs> and my whole band, I have the most amazing idea, and I hope it pans out. I love costumes. Do y'all love dressing up? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, actually, yes. my friend Jamie had a question for Wait, you about Jamie, costumes. the one that loves YouTube video games. <laughs> yeah, the the, yeah. the pathetic one. Um, <laughs> hold on, she said. I want to know what your costumes. My Kel, my Kel Clark question, because okay. we call you Kel Clark, just yes. FYI, because we're super close. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, yes. If she had to plan a theme party, uh, what is the theme that she would come up with? Oh my gosh, I actually already had this party and I don't know if I'm ever going to top it because it was pretty spectacular what everyone's version of a white trash party looks like. Oh, we've done that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, we threw in. It was actually in LA and I was working on her so much. It was years ago and everyone's version of white trash is so spectacular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a white and trash raw. bash all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It it's was fun. my favorite party. I probably ever, we did a masquerade one was cool too, but yeah. What is your was, version of white trash? What do you go as? Oh my God, my name was Rose and I had a very <laughs> low voice. <laughs> and I, I had a NASCAR, yeah, NASCAR jacket, like was cropped with like whitewashed jeans and like those high top white Reeboks, you oh, know, from yeah. back nice. in the day. And like a, an American flag bathing suit top. Love it. I like And I had bright, like Drew Carey Mimi. You remember her? Mimi? Yes. Yes, the blue eyeshadow with like, it looked like I just took the blush compact and rubbed it against my face. I had a mullet. Oh. I was, it was amazing that I was single. I don't I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I should have at least turned on some really good lesbians. <laughs> I shouldn't have been single. That's not cool. <laughs> on that note, Meaning of Life is a new album. Yes. <laughs> it's coming out very, very soon. So much love for you. Thank you. Deep appreciation. Yes. Deep yes. love. Thank, Thank you. you. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.